Hi, um, I'm Brian. I'm from Kenya. And we run a small company with a few of my friends called Airclip, which is basically a collaborative environment for students and administrators. Fantastic, Brian. So tell me a little bit about the, the business and what it does. What problems are you out to solve? The easiest way I always tell about the story of Airclip is from a personal story. So a few years ago, I was a student, and I sat for my end semester exams. And it didn't take me long to realize I actually was... I was actually sitting for the wrong exam. To cut the long story short, a few weeks later the results were out and I failed the test. It's not that I didn't read, it's just that I read the wrong exam schedule. So this is a problem that lots of students out there can relate to. From missing classes, to handing in assignments late, to conflicting classes that the school can't really do anything about. So you can actually imagine how many students are walking out there confused about the static data the school is giving. What most universities do, more so in Kenya, right now is they print out the exam schedules of the school timetable schedules and paste it on a notice board. Few days or few hours later, the information has changed and someone will just walk by the timetable on the notice board and read all the wrong stuff. So that's something that happened to me, and that's how we started the whole idea of building a live timetable for students. I see. So who, who are you targeting with the solution? Are you targeting the institutions that need to find a, a more efficient way to communicate, or are you targeting students who are looking for a more efficient way to make sure they own, <laughs> they've got the right information? Um, statistics have it that by the year 2025, they'll be close to... 265 million university students and this is a population that we really want to tap into so how we're doing this is one we're giving students an effective real-time communication channel think of Airclip as a slack for students if you view slack think of it as a slack for students where students get reminded of what's happening real time they can keep track of the assignments they can view what other classmates of theirs are sharing. For schools, we are giving them data that is helping them as a school better plan for their students. And secondly, give value for information, uh, for give value for money that the students are paying. And it's not even about the whole business that uh, we think of it as a company, but one thing we're passionate of is how do we empower students to achieve their academic goals? The country I come from, Kenya, has a dropout rate of 32%. That's a serious thing. Students are dropping out of campus every day for various reasons. I have a friend of mine who dropped out of campus just because she got a kid. It's a big concern. Just that the households of school and having a kid, she couldn't be able to manage. I have friends right now who cannot really tell how the degree they're taking is relevant to the job market. It's a big concern. I have friends who are working part-time and still can't juggle between school and work. So as a platform, this is something we feel that at the end of it all has a very huge impact on how students achieve their academic goals at the end of it all. And considering all the data they provide on a day-to-day -day basis, we can tap into this information and help them achieve their goals. 
So explain the model to me. How do you make money uh, off this platform? Sounds like you're out to do very good altruistic things. How do you survive? <laughs> yeah, the big question. How do we make money? And everyone is always asking us, how do you make money? Yeah. So we have our users being the students. It's a free platform for them. We have our customers being schools. So for the schools, we have a um, model where they pay subscriptions to access critical information about students. How are students rating the course they're taking? How many students are there on campus at a specific point in time? So this helps the, student, uh, the universities better plan for these students. Another key thing is as a platform, and we value is most of the students, everything is always, all their time is always planned for them by the school. So as a platform, we always know how many students are free at specific points in time. So we take this information, all still on our subscription model, we give this information to businesses so that they can make business intelligence out of it. I can give you an interesting case we had a few months ago when we were running a beta test. We realized we had a group of students. Their classes were ending on Thursday and a tour company organized a tour for these students because the classes were ending on Thursday and the next class is on Friday. So this is business intelligence for this business. Right, and so the way you think about it, do you think about this as a... a a solution or a, a solution for Kenya or a solution that could work anywhere else? What approach do you take to, to growing this business? Uh, what are your dreams in that regard? Okay. Um, good question. And how we look at Airclip, it's more of a free platform that we are letting students, one, achieve the academic goals and still having fun and seeing the importance of being in a good education system. So a key milestone for us is a few months ago, we got accepted at the Global Incubator Network in Vienna as part of the 10 most innovative companies around the world. And we feel this is a good opportunity for us as a company to grow, to reach more students out there in the world and help them achieve their goals. So. In a few months from now, we'll be launching our third version of Airclip. We call it Airclip Aura. And with this platform, we're looking forward to a scenario where students will have more freedom to engage on the platform. So instead of just having Kenyan students on the platform, we are going to open up the system to every student around the world. And so tell me, how do you survive while... <laughs> While you're building this, so I, I mean, this is a human, a, a simple human question. I'm sure people, um, many of our listeners who aren't familiar with the African continent, often have misconceptions about what it must be like to start to start uh, to start a tech, to found a, state, a tech startup on the continent. How are you paying your bills? How are you getting food on the table while you build this dream of yours? Um, for that. Currently, as a company, we're doing more bootstrapping. So we're getting funds from our friends, from our relatives to power the business. Um, I am a designer. 
So I actually do design jobs for clients. They pay me and I put money back into the business. My other few friends of mine, one is a programmer and one does business. We do jobs for other clients and take all the money, aggregate it into one pool and power the business. And how long are you prepared to do this until this is a success? How, what, what, what sort of uh, timelines have you put on yourself in order f- to, to declare this a success or something that maybe you need to put aside and try something else? So, one thing my dad always tells me is nothing good comes easy. And secondly, if you never try, you'll never know. So, as a platform for us, one day for us to say that this is something that's really working out good for us we're giving ourselves close to 10 years if it doesn't work in those 10 years we're done and we're off however in the next few months we're hoping the business will have grown to a place where it's making revenue and so i'm going to ask a very simple question the angel investors vcs all listening you're probably at the at the stage where you'd probably benefit more from an angel investor uh, a pre-seed round, you know, pre-seed amount. What sort of number would make you smile right now, to, in order for you to be poised to hit your next, uh, your, your, your next, uh, your next goal as a business? So, currently, as a business, we are trying to raise a hundred thousand dollars. This a hundred thousand dollars is going into research and development, and growth hacking for for the platform. We're planning to launch in a few months. We already have potential investors on board who are ready to back us up. All we need is just to raise the $100,000 and we are good to go in a few months. Brian Ondari speaking on behalf of the startup Eclip. Wishing you all the best, man. Thanks so much for your opportunity. And we hope someday when we are success, we'll get back to this podcast. For sure, man. In the meantime, just stay listening, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Sure thing.